Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 827 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. We're back, and I'm sorry. We won't be here tomorrow, but we're here today, and JD's back, and that merits a very special episode. Our our, our own uh, JD and Spey made a slightly delayed return from Bulgaria. They were yes. at the Junior World Championships, uh, but it's great to have you back in, in uh, the great state of Texas. JD, how it's was, good to how be was back. your trip? Uh, it was good until the return home. It was very good until because you home. didn't return home. Ultimately. Correct. Yes. Long story short, Bulgaria Air and the Rome Airport and all of its workers are dead to me. Wow. And they must pay for their for their actions, their incompetence. What are you going to do for retribution, JD? Um, it is TBD, but <laughs> it, it will be swift and it will be harsh. Wow. So what happened? They canceled your flight and lost your bags. Well, it all started when Bulgaria Air uh, delayed Spay and my flight to mm-hmm. Rome, and we did not make our connecting flight, and that's when all hell broke loose in the Rome uh, airport, the Leonardo da Vinci airport. And He'd be rolling over in his grave right now if he knew about the mistreatment you were going through. Yeah, yeah, he would. Uh, I'm mad at him, too, though. He He deserves some of this. Be a leader, Leonardo. Right, yeah. Uh, I believe our bags are still there. We're not entirely sure. Um, and Did, you're, wait, your Joe Diffie shirt is not in that bag, is it? It is not. No, it is not. So you dodged a pretty big bullet there. Yeah, a lot of my flow shirts, uh, as I normally wear them to tournaments, are a lot of workout gear. Yeah. Okay. My my uh, a beard trimmer in there as well, so I might just go caveman. Oh my a bit. gosh! Yeah, there's no other beard trimmers. Well. Uh, apart from the travel issues, how was how was Bulgaria? Bulgaria was cool. Uh, Team USA wrestled pretty well, I thought. The Bulgarian people are nice. I enjoyed my time there. Wonderful. How was Spay? Did he have any uh, any hardships? No, no. It, it was pretty pretty good, pretty pretty smooth. He's a pretty seasoned international traveler at yeah. this point. 
Well, cool. Uh, well, great to have you back. Plenty to talk about in the wrestling world, but in the not wrestling world, a proud loper fell. And he fell hard. He fell swiftly. Uh, Kamaru Usman losing in the, got to be the most dramatic fashion in UFC yeah. history that I can recall. Um, you are the official spokesperson for UNK Lopers. Just Minor uh, setback for a major comeback. I honestly agree, except I think it was a major setback for a major comeback. It, it, it was pretty, pretty major. <laughs> it happened at like 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. Uh, Sophia time, and I remember waking up and was like, oh, yeah, a fight's going on, and like go to try and pull up a stream quick. And a pirate. It was, well, I'm not going to purchase a pay-per-view for four minutes okay. for 30 minutes. Maybe, well, maybe, but I didn't even get the attempt to try to pirate or purchase man because it was literally as i was getting texts like oh no like what is happening this is terrible <laughs> it was crazy i can't i mean there have obviously been some shocking ufc moments but that fight just seemed over and yes i did stay up and late and watch this one and it was it was uh as crazy a result i feel like that that's one of those finishes that every time we're going to be watching a ufc fight and someone's just getting destroyed We'll just be like, but you never know. Yep. Leon Edwards yep. might kick someone in the face. And uh, that's basically what happened. I think that's what you have to do to beat Usman. I don't think you can beat him in just like five rounds straight up. He's he's too good. But it would seem like he should be able to, if he continues. He'll get an immediate rematch. And if he can avoid, he showed if he can avoid that one shot. Yeah. Like, he he's a better fighter. Yeah, that's pretty obvious. That's pretty obvious. And it was funny because there was a lot of, like, um, uh, myopia after the fact. Because, like, everyone was, like, I thought rightly sort of calling out that Leon looked broken, done. Like, he had really bad body language. And, like, I think Dean Thomas was talking about it. And So I have actually not watched the entire fight. Okay, well, like, basically. Yeah, but I, I'm aware of he, what happened. He was just, like, listen, he's not looking his coaches in the eye. He looks terrible. He's, like, just looks like he's kind of resigned to defeat. And then that's why you can't okay. you can't look too much into body language, I guess. He was playing possum with all of us. But, yeah, crazy, crazy freaking fight. Um, okay, that was talking to MMA. I'd be curious for Ben's thoughts. Ben is on vacation this week. We have a crazy week here at Flow. Yesterday we had uh, our off-site, which is, like, all 400-plus employees minus – JD and Spay, who are uh, unable. <laughs> we literally got an email like reminder: this is mandatory. Yeah, like, this... yeah, people flying from everywhere to stay in like hotels to do it too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I so, was like forward to it. I was bummed we missed it. It is fun, you know. All the tr- all the track wrestling people, like Sparks, is in town. He couldn't make it. He's got some sales meeting or something fancy like that. He couldn't make it. He'll be back on next week. He claims we'll see. We're gonna break down Roadhouse. Have you? Were you around for the, any of the Roadhouse? Yep, stuff? yep. Okay, that well, was I, one of my last days. Okay, I think we're going to talk about that at some point. Um, so, yeah, uh, we had the off-site yesterday. That was all day long. Started at 8 a.m., so we couldn't do the show. Then tomorrow, our, our pals at USA Wrestling are in town, so we'll be meeting with them, so no show tomorrow. We'll be back on schedule next Tuesday. So thanks for the uh, thanks for your grace there. And uh, J.D. will make sure today's episode gets up promptly. That is, been... yes, that is my promise to you, avid listeners. Yes, indeed. So let's get to some other wrestling news. Uh, the news of yesterday, Nasir Bailey to Little Rock. Absolutely huge commitment for uh, Coach Arisman and the Little Rock Trojans. I uh, 
gotta figure this is the biggest recruit they've they've ever had. Um, and they've been recruiting well. Of course, they had the Fargo OW mm-hmm. um, co- committed there as well from Missouri. So they're they're a lot of they really did. strong momentum I there. Ranked uh, this year's recruiting class. They made top twenty. So. Top, top twenty. And that was without Bailey, who is class of twenty three. Correct. Right. So he'll be coming in next year. Correct. Perhaps back to back top twenty recruiting halls for for Little Rock. Perhaps. N- Nasir was originally committed to UNC, um, and I don't know the, the the factors that went into it. I'm sure we'll be able to catch up with him, but um, ended up I the, the connection there is sort of you can kind of see it with with Albert White, his his coach or, or someone he's familiar with, and then you've got the Coleman and Neal connection over the Oklahoma years. State. Oklahoma State guys they coach together, so. Um, Cool to see Nasir land there, and uh, obviously a, a huge talent. Many people are saying this was the doing of Keith Gothard. I want Keith Gothard. A lot of people. This is this. Is, let's get in the chat here. Uh, Keith, he's I actually over if, in the YouTube chat today because uh, he. Yeah, he's. Uh, is he in Facebook jail? He's in jail once more. <laughs> uh, that's what you call recidivism, uh, Keith. Keith got hard, um, and he's <laughs> he's in big trouble. Yes. Lemon Tea MMA is in the chat there. And, yeah, he he uh, he says he kind of had the inside intel on that, did Keith. So a triumphant day for for Little Rock. Okay, so that's good. Whose number one matchups are coming out fast and furious? We just announced the four-man, which I'm really excited about. Um, let me pull that up here. We got Ferrari, Ruiz, Sealy, and Braden Scholes. For a four-man at 160, uh, J.D., your thoughts on this this uh, group of four? It's going to be a lot of fun. The four-mans are obviously always a lot of fun. But remember, we only do four-mans when it's like four guys with a legit shot yeah. at the claim to the number one spot. And this is one of those cases. Um, it Really, any of these guys could win the number one spot, in my opinion. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Obviously, Sealy with all the momentum coming off his world title and just how good he looks. But there's there's guys with wins over him in this field. Looking forward to that match on September 9th at Michigan, Ann Arbor. Uh, are you going? I will not be there. You're not there. Okay, well, no. I will. I'll be there. Our new guy, Tyler, keeps hyping up uh, Ann Arbor tremendously. He's a Michigan man, an alum, and he's, he can't wait to be back uh, his old stopping grounds where he's lived – where he has not lived for approximately three weeks before he goes back because he literally <laughs> just moved to Austin. Uh, okay, freestyle. He literally said it's the greatest city in the world. Yeah, that is that is quite a claim. Um, okay, let's talk about these freestyle seeds for a little bit. Um, have you got to look at them? Do you have any thoughts? Yeah, I took a glance, and uh, I mean, these are point-determined seeds, so it's not like a committee right. with them. Right, so we kind of knew what we were getting going in, but it's basically what you expect. You know, we got the number one with Gilman Dake, Burroughs, and Snyder, uh, and a lot of the other guys are going to get drawn in randomly. Yeah, like Seth Gross. Um, I think Hayden is getting drawn in as well. Yanni. Right? Yanni. Uh, Zane got the, the seven seed. Um, Six. Okay. I believe. Yeah, Zane's a six. You're right. Um, some of the tough, tougher matchups. Uh, David Taylor would be on the same side as Miles Amin. Of course, David is is 
being able to handle him traditionally. Jaden will have to beat Ner- uh, Nurmagomedov to get to Gassimpour in the finals for that. He should beat him. They've yes. never hit, but Jaden will be a, a heavy favorite. Yes. Um, interestingly, in the quarterfinal, Snyder Mohammedian of Iran, who famously Correct. or infamously, however you want to say, beat Kyle. And that's actually because he got the five. That's assuming uh, Mohammedian beats Ukraine. Which is, uh, yeah, uh, based on Mohammedian has like pretty tremendous deviation in some of his performances. So it'll be not a guarantee that he makes it to Snyder. Uh, no seed for Zilmer. Gino's one. Agul the two. Zare the three. Is that right? That is right. The returning world champ, the number three seed. How does that? I thought they were giving pretty significant weight to that. I guess, did he not hit any rankings tournaments? Nope. Well, that'll do it. For Gilman, he could have the Sarlacc rematch in the semis, and the winner there likely getting Ravi Kumar in the finals. And that's that's the match right there, 57. It's, it's Kumar and Gilman. It's not as much Sarlacc like and Gilman and Kumar have shown they're, they're a step ahead of, yes. of Sarlacc. Yes. Um, Haratunian Higuchi potential in at 61. Yeah, it's good to see Higuchi that, back. I know. That's uh. But, so, for those who don't know, this is the 2016 Rio uh, Olympic champ um, at 57. Yeah. Silver. Or silver, excuse yep. me, yes. And then uh, he's bounced around kind of in weight, but he really hasn't wrestled on the international scene in the past, like, four years. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Almost. Um, so I don't know exactly what he's been doing or why I, you know, kind of just written him off. And uh, But he's back. <laughs> if he's there, he's he's a contender. I mean, he was very young when he made the uh, we made the Olympic finals in, in 16. So he's still very much in his prime. It's just we haven't seen him for a little bit, but his I mean, I'll probably... I don't know if he's the favorite to win, but he's up there. It's hard to call, call him the favorite when we haven't seen him wrestle internationally in yeah. like four years. I feel like on his best day, I think he's the best wrestler at 61. But I, I would probably agree with that, but... <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. It's been too long. Right. I doubt he's just, you know, rolling up out of bed and yeah. doing this, but... Yeah, t- typically if, if Japan sends someone, they're going to be pretty well prepared right. and, and ready to go. Um 61 is a, is a pretty t- deep weight with Hartunian, uh, Valentinov. You've got Atlees in there. Um, but for Seth Gross, you know, he's he's a largely an unknown to these guys. And funky. Totally goofy. has a very strange feel. So I'm... I've, I think I've said it on here before, but Seth Gross is a guy who, in my opinion, you could potentially see bringing home a medal. On his best day, obviously he just beat Dayton Fix. Right. Or you could see him going 0 1 and losing to somebody who us Americans are like, who is this? Yeah. You the, shouldn't be listening to this guy. The wrong matchup would definitely uh, make it tough. Now you look at um, 65 seeds Haji, the number one, Bajrang, two, Sebastian Rivera, the three seed. How about it? I know. He's got a good path to a medal. You think so? Why? You like the. Bajrang matchup, or you think you like him against? Um, I well, I don't like him against Bajrang. I would, I would but pick, you like him against Pinkowski, right? Yeah, yeah, against 
that Polish guy, and it's like Musik he avoids Musikayev and Aliyev. Yeah, that is a good draw for for Seabass. Of course, Yanni Tavanian also good. Who he won't hit. So yeah, Tavanian's a tough matchup for Americans just because he's so just stands right in front of you, not gonna beat himself, gonna make you come to him. Um, so it's good for Sebastian and Yanni to avoid him potentially. Although we don't know where Yanni's going to be. Right, he, random draw. If you're not in the top eight, you randomly get drawn in. So he could be anywhere. He could have a Haji round one. Uh, and it seems like Americans often just coincidentally get some crazy early matchups. So we'll see if that happens with 65, where we have not meddled. We have to say it every single time we talk about this way. We haven't meddled since Zadik, 2006. That's Bill, and now he's the coach. Although if he does get... Haji, you feel good about him making it to Repishage. Which Repishage, for some reason, became kind of a, a hot topic once again, I guess, as people were watching juniors. Probably due to Facundo's draw. Right, right. How do you feel about Repishage? Um, I mean, it just depends on what you're trying to accomplish. Like, I mean, I don't like it because it's ingrained in me that, like, yeah, you could lose to some guy, but you could definitely get third. Um your guy doesn't have to make the finals to prove that. So, I mean, I think it accomplishes getting random medalists well uh, from a good distribution of countries. Does it's not how you figure out who the third and fourth best guys are necessarily. Well, neither is a standard bracket. Uh, what do you mean? Well, if you would just wrestle a lot more matches to get a larger data pool to, to determine the third best guy in the bracket. Yeah. So it it, it you. I know who's... No, I'm saying there's a much better way to determine the top three wrestlers than a normal bracket as uh, well. What are you saying? Like, a, like well, everybody wrestles everybody. Well, that's insane. Like, at some point, there's like, you're, you're, that's like just not tenable. Like, and, so, and so, okay, so someone draw the so line. The second, so the second best option is, is a bracketed format where, you know, you could, you could technically be the second best... Or would best, it be pool system? You could be the second best guy and get third. That's obviously... a potential if you lose to the champ but otherwise i think it's uh yeah i'm not i don't hate repishage but i don't like it also um we all see the stands at ncas when they're doing consolations and the u.s open when they're doing consolations shame on them or the u.s open during not the consolations correct um yeah no well shame on those fans for not going to those events i'm just saying all the fans that Poo-poo repishage, I argue that you would not really watch anyways. Ooh. Well, that's fair. That's fair. Um, Until maybe the third place match. But guess what? You get two third place matches. Yes. Yes, indeed. Um, I wouldn't be mad if they had the two bronzes wrestle for one true bronze. One true bronze instead of double bronze. Double bronze is kind of weird. I will admit you that. You definitely didn't get third if someone else got third. That's by law. Um yeah, so that's that's not my it's not my favorite, but I'm not I'm not like super mad at it. But yeah, not a, not a big fan. What was I talking about? Also, oh, okay. Here's a question. I can't wait to see the chat's response to this. If Sebastian Rivera places, is the streak sort of technically broken? No, it's I not. think it's kind of broken, dude. It's not at all because America. Listen, he can he can wrestle for Puerto Rico, but we all freaking know. He's an American. He trains in America. He gets to the. He gets America on the didn't pay his way. 
Okay, so they didn't buy the, the, the America doesn't get the medal count. They don't get the team points. I don't know. It's kind of a it's kind of close. What what? But American an American will get a medal. So why doesn't it count? It's not like he trains in Puerto Rico. He's training here. I think it's kind of a shared thing. And also Puerto Rico is that not a a, a territory? Yeah, not at all. Um it, it, it's not a Ashlyn Ashlyn and uh and and uh Keith Gotthard both <laughs> say it doesn't count. So that makes me feel better that it should count. So <laughs> it counts. That's kind of they're kind of my my the anti North Star for, for us. Uh Rutgers can claim it. Rutgers can claim it. They can claim that they have a a medalist. Yeah. But Team USA cannot. Yeah, maybe not Team USA. I don't know. I think it still sorta of counts. It will be ironic if if Sebastian Rivera places and y- before Yanni. Isn't it a little ironic? Don't you think? Um, yeah, this, this is good. I knew the chat would react to this. Okay, Gold King, are you off your med CP? No way. No, no way. <laughs> I'm on no medication. Uh, happy to say. Okay, so it doesn't count. Fine. All right. Uh, looking at that was sixty five seventy. Uh, it could encourage more people to go that route, though. Yeah, it's like, dude, I don't have to beat Jordan all or uh, beat Yanni and join McKinnon to make the team. Just you know, Puerto Rico, and you get to train in America. Everyone knows how I how I feel about <laughs> it. Um. Okay, so, uh, thoughts on seventy overall? Pretty deep weight here. Um, Ernie, it, eh, is it? Iacobishvili. Um, little, little Yaz, Donnie. I feel like it's not that deep away. You like you like Zane Train's chances. Uh, compared to other weights, yes. Like which which weight do you think? All right, better than heavyweight. Like it, it, you no, like his chance? No, it's not better than heavyweight. You you like his the top three guys? No, no, no. I'm saying you like Zane's chances better than he- oh, heavyweight. Yes, right? yes, yes. And you like of them course. better than? Do you like them better than Seth Gross's? Yes. I do. Do you like them better than Yanni's? That's yes. pretty good stuff. I yes, think I, I do. do. I think I do, too. I think I do, too. Because 65 is better than 70. So we're putting him in the, like, so not with our lo- least likely guys, but he's not in the Gilman, probably one behind Gilman in most likely right, medal. Yeah. Um, so you got, like, Gilman... Jaden Snyder, Dake, Taylor Burroughs. Probably not in quite that order at the end, but something like that. Where they are all very, very likely. Of that group, not counting Zane, who do you think is like will could potentially have the toughest time meddling? Gilman? Yeah. I mean we just, just saw him get pinned. He got horsed. Horse. Horse, he got horse laid, which I don't think will happen again. No way. But then you got to say, but he also got pinned by Zach Sanders and Seth Gross Heck, in gone. the past. Couple he did years. not get pinned by Seth Gross. He lost. No, he just lost. He lost a goofy. He lost on points. He lost on just like there's so many exhibit A's for wide grounding is a terrible rule, but it, that's that, the that exhibit is, A yes. of exhibit A's. Like just, um, yeah, just a bad rule. So yeah, so right, right in there, yeah, probably. Probably Gilman would be the next one. Okay. 
All right, so that's 70. We kind of like Zane's chances. Um, or Snyder losing to Mohamedian and then yeah, Mohamedian losing in the semi. This could be the classic gas out, get the Iranian tired, and then the Iranian can't come back, and then that's the Tagavi Metcalf 2013. And then American fans would really be going crazy on the repetage this is, yeah. system. That would be bad. Um, so Christian doesn't love America. Paul Young's, sir – Young man, I am Mr. Wrestle for America. Um, and Puerto Rico is an American territory for all you uh, geology buffs out there. Read a book. I pledge allegiance to Texas every morning. That I do not, but in the public schools, Joe Caprino, they, you actually do that. It's it, serious. It's true. <laughs> does, your, does, uh, does Colleen have to do that? Uh, I don't think so. I think it's more of an elementary school yeah. move. You don't really say the Pledge of Allegiance yeah. anymore. I'm trying to think when we stopped. I feel like at Buffalo Gap, we said the Pledge of Allegiance up through like the entirety of my high school. Wow. I'm pretty sure we did. I remember we would do the anthem or whatever every morning in elementary and then say the Pledge of Allegiance in elementary. But I think that stopped in middle school. And we had a moment of silence uh, for 60 seconds every, every day. Every, every day. For what? Just like pray or whatever. Just like... Take a moment. Like okay. bef- before school started, every every day, like they'd have the morning announcements, and I think you'd it make Y'all them meditating. Make the morning announcements. Then um, those are all the morning announcements. Please pause for a moment of silence, and there was sixty seconds of silence. And then you got on with your day. We should be starting. No, probably not the show with a moment of silence, but you know <laughs> what? It may not be the worst way to start the day. Okay. Keep it moving. So that we did 70, 74. It's sort of sad for Date because he wants uh he wants that rematch with Cadi so bad. He wants to wrestle Sitikoff and he's not gonna get that opportunity likely this year. But big sock, Chimizo on the other side, Byramov, the likely uh semifinalist or the Iranian, but hard to fathom. Dake not making the finals again here, and ultimately Fine Silver also time. sneaking in at the eight seed. Okay, Mitchell Lewis. So he would hit. He would hit Kyle. Kyle Douglas. Mm-hmm. Dimitrov is interesting out of the seven against Salkazanov. Chimizo would have uh, Sabalov. Serbia, former world champion. So that's a pretty fire matchup there. Seventy four is gonna be really fun. Gotta love Dake's chances, and then seventy nine. Jordan Ernest Burroughs. There's a Greek man, a true Greek. As the three seed. This is this is a rarity, but a great thing. Good for Greece. Good for Greece. Um, looks like an uh, Iran final for Jordan, potentially, although you never know. Yeah. Um, look, he's pretty good. I, I think that's probably what it will be. Him and Jordan had a close match. He was kind of losing late, as, as I recall. If yeah, I recall and then he did Jordan Burroughs things. Yeah, he does that. So... This is definitely Jordan's way to lose um, and kind of the Iranians' final to make, I would say. Yes. All right. Um. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 86. Yazdani and David, opposite sides, which is, which is great. That should be a final once again. After it would be a major upset if anybody serious. beat them on the way, though. Yeah, it would. It would be probably one of the biggest upsets to determine if either of them lost. Um, you know, I mean, not likely to knock off David, and then yeah, we saw that match. It's yeah, all David, Makoa, Abakarov. Those guys don't. I don't think they have the the tanks to compete with. Um, Yazdani, David would have Deepak Punya in the. Uh, Quarters? I don't think so. I don't think so, sir. World medalist Deepak Punya. Yes, I know. Somehow it happened. Then we go to 92 where Jaden is the three seed. Uh, a rare sighting for that, uh, for Jaden. Normally the, the man on top at 92. He'll likely face uh, uh, Davlin Baev of Kazakhstan and then hit Nurmagomedov of Azerbaijan. We feel good about Jaden's draws there and a potential rematch against Gassimpour in the in the finals. Which is, that one will be, I will not feel as great about. That is very nerve-wracking. That's going to be a crazy, crazy close match just because of, you know, Jaden's style. is He's not going to bl- blow blow this guy's doors off. It's going to be a chess match. It's going to be match. close the entire match. For Either sure. way, whoever wins. For sure. Feel a lot better if Jaden got that early lead. And then anytime you're pursuing Jaden, it's, Generally good for Jaden. Then we look at 97. We already talked about the, uh, the potential Mohammedan quarter. He would have to get by Ukraine to do so, but um, you feel like he's he's definitely the toughest guy that caught on Kyle's side of the bracket. Yeah, for sure. And then really, um, that could be his toughest match of the of the tournament in all likelihood. That semifinal. Because Macedonia, Mongolia on the other side for for Kyle, not not too concerning there. Any other dark horses in this uh, in this field? Ibrahimov has had his day, but I think his days are behind him. Yeah, no, I, I think it's pretty clear at the pecking order at ninety seven. And then heavyweight, we're getting drawn in there. You've got Gino, Taha, and Zare, the big three there. And then there's there's definitely a drop off. Uh, Munktur. Sedinovich of of Germany, Baranowski of Poland, Dang, and then Desi of Canada via the Ohio RTC. <laughs> so that rounds out the men's freestyle seeds. Hopefully, uh, hopefully a productive uh, trip for Team USA to Serbia. You are not going. I am not going. Not going to we'll that. We'll watch partying it up though. That will be a party in the USA. That's a crazy week for Flow Sports because we have. Who's number one? Who's number one? Then for flow grappling, we have ADCC that week, and then World Championships are both like on the same days. It's gonna be a crazy fun week. 
Uh, you want to get to some questions before we go. Shorter show today, but we're getting this in. Uh, I, th I think I know the answer to this question, but I could be wrong. Is Nick Suriano the only wrestler to be ranked top two in NCA for three different schools? It's got to be yes, right? I, I, three I different would schools. I would assume so. I mean, first of all, the list of, of wrestlers that have been on three different schools is short. The list of wrestlers that have been ranked for three different schools is shorter. Top two for three different schools and winning a title for two of them. I'm trying to think of the best guys that were even, have even been on three teams. I can't think of any. <laughs> well, I mean, transferring before Suriano left well, Penn State was hard enough to do it once. He got the ball rolling here. He did. He got, I mean, he's the first guy to get go Big Ten to Big Ten, no, no problem. Um, not that it wasn't without a fight, but... Um, yeah, so Win the fight. <laughs> I, he did. I think, uh, yeah, I don't think that's ever happened. Now, here's the question. Will it ever happen again? In the era of athlete mobility, it would seem like... Uh, well, I would put my money on yes if you say infinitely. Yes. With infinite amount of time. <laughs> yes, <laughs> for, for all of time. Um, if you say within a period of... I'll even go 10 years, probably not. Right. Right. Um, okay, here's a good question. What is the wrestling equivalent of Usman getting knocked out? Who was in the NCAA Finals that was down by 14 and hit the semester? <laughs> Rob Rohn, Josh Lambrecht. Rob Rohn for Lehigh hit the That's mixer. probably a little more ex extreme, but basically on par. Yeah, because the crazy thing about the, the Rohn mixer is he how long it took him to pin him. He got it, and then it, I feel like it took at least a minute for before he actually put him away. So that um, I would say Han Trench for sure. The lateral drop from Damian Han was definitely like you think it's over. And then he hits his hail mary late in the uh, at the end of the match to get the like a lateral drop, and then gets the takedown out of the sort of uh, scramble afterwards. So that definitely comes to mind. So for for this, you need to find a match that. Looked over, pretty much completely over, and just had a shocking ending. Honestly, Gable Dan over Gino in the Olympic finals, that was over. True. I mean, you're you're like, at least the way he, he went about it, just getting two takedowns, It like that was not a scenario. Um, literally, it's not a scenario. That The Gable one was the first one that came to mind. Um, you know, Dylan Ness had his against James Green, but that was not... I don't think in the third period. Um, so that I think I think it's Gable for me. And very rarely, I feel like in wrestling, in big matches, do we see somebody down by a, a large portion and get a pin when they're losing? Yes, really, which is what happened here. It's not a scenario where there was a comeback in the third period where they're losing even a major comeback, you know, by eight points in the third or something, but then you see the comeback build up. Yeah. Like, you're like, okay, ooh, now it's six, five. He's getting the takedowns. He's breaking, but can he do it? This was, it's over. It's over. Everyone's writing it off and talking about how over it is, and then boom. Right. Uh, Rick Wasmer says Snyder versus Quiz. In a way, I see that, but really, he, just, he got that takedown late, and it was the ride out, so I feel like it was not quite as much of a long shot for Kyle as it was for... Some of these other ones. Which, the Gable one happened very fast, but it still wasn't a split second. Yeah. Like this one. 
yeah, that was the thing. Just how instantly it was, it was over. Um, I'm sure, that, I'm trying to think of like some controversial, like defensive falls, but none have really happened in uh in the fact that this was for the title. Yeah, main event. Everything on the line here. It ha- it has to have happened at a at a major sort of event. Um. Um, Brian Jackson says that Gable, not a good comparison. Both wrestlers had lead throughout. Leon Edwards had the lead after round one for sure. Um, but yes, I would acknowledge that is more of a back and forth match, but Leon had his moment earlier in the match as well when he took his back. Uh, Gilman versus the backpack. That was a crazy match. And, and Gilman did gas him from bottom. That was confirmed by, by Ethan and Thomas that happened, but. What what I'll say about that one is you kind of always knew it's like it's it's a folk style match. You've got this Hawkeye amazing tank against a guy who has a suspect tank. So you could kind of like see, well, maybe it could happen. Uh, but that was a crazy one for sure. And he puts him over. Yeah, Jason S putting Dan Dennis. Oh gosh. Yep. I don't even like thinking about that one. Um, yeah, that was crazy. Um, or not pinning, but getting the takedown, yeah, the winning. Two and two. Yep. Uh, pitch over Spencer. That one wasn't like a blow. Like Spencer wasn't like dominating, really, and it wasn't over. But was he winning? I, I don't like remember the, the score, but like, it but it was incredibly surprising. <laughs> oh, it was it was shocking. It was absolutely shocking. Um. Okay, so there's quite a few, but nothing nothing quite. Um, who let CP in the chat? Jeff Baxter, you can't keep me out. Nice try. All right, other questions. Set the line for full feed uh, Keeter versus Feldman. You probably got to make Feldman the favorite yeah. and give him... It's close, though. It's probably one and a half or two and a half points. You think? Yeah. Two and a half. Feldman, Feldman looks most amazing when he's wrestling like less athletic dudes, right? right? That's when you're like, oh my, like bigger guys that can't move like him. Keeter, it's like this guy can really move and he's a obviously an amazing athlete. Very large too. Yeah, he's not small. And full feed Keeter too is probably different. Although yeah. I think I think I think he is relatively full feed. Like I don't think he like yeah, yeah. cuts to no. get where he's at, but he can bulk up, <laughs> right? For sure, which he will, I'm sure, for for football. Yeah. Now here's another question: Full feed Keeter versus Christian Carroll. Probably like Carroll one and a half. Yeah. Is the line maybe half a point? Yeah, that's the one you want to see. Don't know if it will because of uh, Ben's football schedule, unfortunately. He's good at way too many sports, um, but good for him. What what a beast! That was one of the more impressive performances of of, of Junior Worlds for sure. Yeah, he was another guy down eight to zero uh, in one of his earlier matches. Came back to win. That was crazy because it's just you're on such a razor wire when when you're down eight zero like the. The comebacks they happen. They're not. It's not insanely uncommon, but it's like, man, you just cannot make that first mistake. You need to give yourself that cushion. Um, that, then you can uh, come back. Yeah, 
that was in the semi. And then obviously Pewter won and was that the was it Georgia or Turkey? I can't remember that he, he came back on, lost their bronze medal match too. Oh wow. So good thing. Basically the the, the semi slide. Yeah. The freestyle. And arguably could have like if he takes, you know, Keter down one more time or fence off that uh comeback. He could be looking at a gold medal. Yeah. He could be looking at a world champ. And now For he's sure. Fifth. Now he's fifth. That's insane. The, uh, Sadness. That's why I like wrestlebacks because you get the sad people and you get, you know, Americans are used to wrestling back and like not, you know, hanging their not head. not watching. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? And not watching. Not watching what? No, I mean the American wrestlers. The, the wrestlers <laughs> are definitely watching. Yes. Um, yeah. It's not just a fan fan move. Okay, last last question. But, uh, Go ahead. That that, uh, that guy that lost to Keter, he, he was very sad. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, Did I, you see some uh, explosive emotions yes, afterwards? And uh, I rode the bus back with him to the hotel. Oh, <laughs> well, actually, too. Okay. What was that scene? A lot of tears. A lot of tears. A lot of tears. Yeah, that's it's tough. Um, Do you see anything? Any crazy international wrestling stuff? Uh, anything surprising? No, pretty much your standard stuff. Anyone, anyone smoking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No athletes, but coaches. Yeah. No. It's stressful. It's stressful coaching. Yeah. You need to rip some heaters. Okay. Would you be happy? This is from Julian Schmelinski. Uh, Would you be happy if the world finals were best two out of three? No. Would I be happy? Yes. Should we do it? No. no. You got to go... Like everything on the line, this one. Yeah, I know that's that's fun, but I just have this problem where like I just want more wrestling. Well, of course. I do have that problem, but I understand. I'm able to zoom out and realize that is not the best decision. Which is, but it I would just, be kind of awesome. Yeah, well, but that's why I wish we just got those matches more often. At say, you know, I know a Regan or a ranking series tournament or continental. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so I would be uh, I would be happy, yet I don't think it'd be the right call. But then there's also the argument to me that the fact that we don't see them very often is what makes also what helps make them so great. Yeah, I don't think that is an advantage, honestly. Well, it like, depends on the match, uh, slightly, and the rivalry. Sure, I think it's better. I mean, I think you can build more anticipation if they are competing against each other frequently if you're seeing these characters more and more and you can build that attachment um but yeah the the rarity of watching yazdani and taylor wrestle does have an allure i i understand that um so yeah all right well we are calling the show at 8:57 here in texas we appreciate you guys tuning in apologies for the schedule but it's the summer Things happen. We schedule it be- better now than uh, you know. They're almost no- over. They're almost over, and today is a uh, the AC has been out in my home the last couple days. That's rough. That has been rough. Last night there was some tossing and turning. A lot of box fans that we somehow for some reason have, um, but it's getting fixed today allegedly. So that'll be that'll be good. Um, so yeah, you stay cool. We'll be back next week. Thank you, JD, for coming. Thank you to Tyler for producing. See you next week, guys. Thank you.